Welcome back once again. Today is Tuesday, August 18th, and this is Season 2, Episode 4 or 5 of the Outcast, even though it doesn't really matter, as I uh, probably messed up the last episode. I think I might have said it was like Season 3, and some random, I was out of it last podcast. I'm sorry about that, guys. Honestly, I listened back to it, and I was like, were you half asleep, bud? What were what were you doing, bud? What were you doing? I have no idea. And then, um, and then, yeah, just the, uh, the energy levels, man. I was just kind of upset at myself about putting out that, um, last podcast a little bit. I was really debating whether or not to go back and check it or not, because I was like, this is what you got. I mean, it's a passion project right now more than anything. And there was, there wasn't a lot of passion involved with that is it's hard as a small creator sometimes to get up and get motivated to put something out when you're not really feeling it but I really try and hit that um one or two pods a week at least one pod a week to break down all the sports news especially now that we got all these events back happening and uh sports season's about to get kicked off and it's not like there's nothing to talk about now. Like I was complaining before a few months back when I was really scraping the bottom of the barrel looking for making fantasy fight podcasts and all that, just like everyone else was. But we got all kinds of stuff to talk about on the pod today. So let's give you the overview like we like to do here on the Outcast. There's plenty of MMA action that went down last weekend with the uh, Stipe Miocic's, um Daniel Cormier 3 card happening which i saw the boys house fights with the boys as cody garbrandt likes to say and um more mma fights coming up as well talk about that uh lots of boxing action over the past few weeks with the matchroom boxing cards happening as well as some uh top rank cards happening as well um the queensbury promotions with frank warren all the boxing promoters all the biggins seem to be getting back into the swing of things anyways. Still haven't seen uh, all of the smaller local shows. But, so we had some action from last weekend there with the matchroom shows especially. And as well as plenty of boxing fights coming up with the culmination of uh, Eddie Hearn's matchroom garden boxing series with this weekend's White versus Pavetkin card. Um... Da, da, da. So we talked about the MMA we gonna talk about. We talked about some of the boxing we gonna talk about. As well as there's just a little bit of football news as well. And some other news around the world of fighting. So without further ado, shall we get into it? We shall. We'll start with the boxing, eh? It's a good place to start. Throwing hands. Upsets. Favorites. This and that. It was quite the uh, quite the amount of action on that um last card with the uh, the main event being uh, that middleweight English championship fight between Felix Cash and Jason Wilborn uh, was a good tilt. Felix Cash just looked like the bigger, stronger man in there, muscled him around, uh, beat him up to the body, and once he had him in the f- couple of rounds down the line, it seemed like. He'd really worn him out with body shots and just 
broke them and uh, buried his head and, you know, buried their heads against each other and just landed some really punishing shots and got well born out of there. So he said he's eyeing a fight with the winner of that um, Ted Cheeseman, Sam Eggington fight. So he'll be fighting Ted Cheeseman, I imagine, next. And uh, that's got good scrappler written right all over it. Other fights that went down on that card, we saw the young gunner, Zelfa Barrett, get through a uh, tough Irish fighter, Donovan. And um, it started out early. There's a lot of back and forth action. Both guys kind of stand behind the jab, but you can tell Zelfa really turned it on once he started getting those knockdowns and ended up finishing Donovan with some brutal hooks. And, um, oh. I guess I should have turned off my uh, sound for my messages. Sorry about that, guys. I got them, them girls blowing me up. Woo-hoo. I can't tell you what that message says. <laughs> um, other fights that went down on that boxing card last weekend, we saw Rachel Ball get the upset over Shannon Courtney. And it's crazy because she started out as like a 4-1 to one underdog. And as it got closer and closer to the fight, the odds makers just started slowly upping her to the point where the night of the fight, I think she became the favorite. And sure enough, she ended up beating Shannon Courtney and uh, knocking her down, uh, was it once or twice? It was at least once. And um, a lot of people are saying, even Eddie Hearn was saying, he thought it could have been a draw or that Shannon could have eked out a decision. But that's not what I saw, man. (laughs) I think you might be playing the role of promoter a little bit too much there with Shannon Courtney because Rachel Ball seemed uh, dominant most of the fight to me, stayed behind her jab, stayed long, and it's just the more technical and uh, better boxer in there. And I don't think there's too much point in having a rematch unless with these women boxers, who knows, it might uh, financially make sense for them to run it back. And it's, uh, the second great women's fight we've seen in a little bit, it wasn't on that card, but... Uh, Two weeks back, I think we talked about it a little on the last pod, maybe. I can't remember or not, but I decided to mention it again, just just for clarity, that that Terry uh, Harper-Natasha Jones fight was one of the best uh, women's fights I've ever seen, to be honest. Probably, not probably, actually, definitely the best women's boxing fight I've seen in a long time. But I'd have to go through my uh, the old fight database in my brain to decide whether it's the best women's fight, period. I've seen, because I've seen so many kickboxing and MMA fights with women that were just mwah, fantastic, you know. So shout out those women. Uh, Natasha Jones, Terry Harper came to a draw. I thought Natasha Jones should have eked out the uh, decision there. But they'll run it back, I'm sure, and uh, we will get an outcome. Absolute barn burner, though. If you haven't seen that fight, I absolutely recommend you at least check out the highlights on uh, DAZN. And they're not paying me to say that, even though they should support small creators to zone. Come on. I'm trying to get brand deals going. <laughs> um, what else happened on that card? We saw Anthony Fowler demolish Adam Harper. Oh, my heart really went out to uh, Adam Harper there because I listened to a couple podcasts with him leading up to the event. And he seemed like a good young guy and that he really had his uh, heart and his intention set on upsetting Anthony Fowler and he had, seemed like he had a huge chip on his shoulder about being such a huge underdog but Fowler really just showed his experience in there and 
his maturity, that there's levels to this boxing game, which is more apparent than any other sport, uh, when two guys are different levels, and sure enough, he got him out of there, uh, halfway through the fight, just unloaded on him, hurt him, it seemed like every hard shot that he hit Adam Harper with was really hurting him, and really affecting him, especially later into the fight, and, uh, Anthony Fowler gets through him and moves on to bigger and better things. It'll be interesting to see who Fowler fights next. I'm not sure. In the upcoming uh, fights, we have obviously Dillian White-Pavetkin this weekend, which I mentioned. A huge heavyweight fight. Uh, I think uh, Pavetkin's about a 3-1 to one underdog. <laughs> you know, it's always maybe a little interesting to take a look at an underdog bed in heavyweight boxing because I think you're more likely to see upsets there as uh just the the knockout power I mean just look at the past with the stories like Buster Douglas Mike Tyson and uh Anthony Ruiz and Anthony Joshua in more recent history um so I I personally I put my money on Dillian White though I think he's hungry I think his head's in a really good place right now from what I've heard and uh from what I've seen, he's just more athletic, more power, and uh, yeah, I just I'm leaning towards Dillian White. Honestly, I might put some money on him myself. And in the co-main, we have a good women's championship fight between Katie Taylor and uh, Pursun, which is actually a rematch from a previous fight—the only fight Katie Taylor's ever lost. And I believe she's still been made the favorite, even though she's lost to this girl she's fighting. Uh, I haven't seen their first fight. I'd have to go back and watch it to give you guys a pick there. I don't know too much about them other than some training footage I've seen. But it should be a good scrap. They they got some uh, big big boxing shoes to fill with some of these women's fights that have been happening in the matchroom garden, let me tell you. Other boxing news. We have uh, that fight that was supposed to happen in early September, I believe between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. is being delayed. Um, as Jake Paul said on his brother's podcast, it's something about that they're getting far more traffic to the site than they expected and more attention than they expected. So now they're trying to find uh, a location with a bigger venue and uh, just delay it a little bit so they could hopefully get some more fans in and just make it as um, financially viable as possible. So, uh, I haven't heard a date where they're rescheduling for that, but I imagine it'll be either later September, maybe October. I don't think they'll want to push it back too far, because, you know, people are liable to forget in today's day and age. We've got a short attention span, so they have people's attention right now, but uh, who knows the longer they wait. It could either build anticipation, or maybe people get distracted by other events that are going on, because, you know, if it's the same night as a boxing or UFC card, uh, probably going to opt to see some world championship boxing or MMA rather than Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. and Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. And also Vidal Riley, a KSI's boxing coach um, from the Logan Paul fights, as well as a just a talented, I believe he fights at light heavyweight or cruiserweight, and has announced that he's been added to that card as well. I don't know who they pair him against, if it'll be an internet guy or a boxer, because he has had pro boxing fights, and he's he's a talented guy. 
which I know a lot of people don't like to hear about these internet guys, but I mean, just check out Vidal Riley on YouTube and tell me I'm wrong and just listen to how he's trained coming up. He's a talented guy and he's got a good head on his shoulders. I'm excited to see um, where those fights go and when they take place. I'm sure I'll watch them. Are we out of uh, boxing? Uh, i got to make sure I don't jump around here too much. I don't want to jump into MMA before we've done the boxing. So we've also heard Daniel Dubois come out and say he thinks he could easily knock out uh, Dillian White. He thinks he's uh, going to go through Joe Joyce. And it seems like basically any time a heavyweight gets brought up to Daniel Dubois, he expresses his confidence and his ability to knock them out which I imagine most top-tier heavyweights are going to feel like, but I almost get a bad feeling about him talking about so many other guys. It's like, you've got a big test, you know, not against your next opponent. It's just kind of everyone acknowledges as a warm-up, but Joe Joyce is no joke. He's undefeated. Um, just his style is weird. He's kind of slow, but he just keeps coming and keeps coming and keeps coming and he takes shots and absorbs shots and he keeps coming and he's, I think a bit more than a 3 or 4 to 1 underdog against Daniel Dubois last time I checked I don't know if it's changed since he looked good in his last fight against that uh, German dude but um, I almost, yeah, I'm tempted to put a little candy on Joyce I had some, and then I, I restructured some bets, and I ended up putting it on UFC fighters and losing, but I should have just kept it on Joe Joyce that whole time. And Daniel Dubois, just say, you know, man, you don't know what I know. Like, how much do I really know? But saying, you know, just focus on Joe Joyce right now. I'm sure you are, like your sister's an Olympic athlete. You come from a family of athletes, but... He's a big test. Don't be thinking about Dillian White and all these other guys before you get through him. And uh, other boxing news, we have also the Vasily Lomachenko, pound for pound number one right now. And his fight with Teofimo Lopez, another lightweight champion. Their contract has been finalized with top rank. Bob Aaron must be happy. Last time I heard those guys were... Uh, pricing themselves out so they obviously work something out there i believe their match is scheduled for october or november so look for the lead up to that lopez has already been talking all kinds of mad spiciness online um i personally don't know if he's the one to beat lomachenko but his time's going to be coming to an end here soon um, father time is undefeated, like I've said before. I mean, it's a popular saying, but uh, I think Lomachenko probably finishes Lopez just with his style because he's aggressive. He can counter punch and he can box, but I think he'll try and press Loma, and uh, those are the kind of people who Loma does the best against. And I, I don't think he's he's done just yet. But, but, but are we through all the boxing? Just let me check my old... Uh, I have quite the little mind map here of sports news I wanted to cover today. Uh, Anthony Joshua has come out and said as well that he wants the WBC title. So after his fight with um, Pulev, uh, if he gets through that, which I believe is October, November, I want to say November, 
and he'll want to fight the winner of Dillian White, Alexander Povetkin, after um after their fight and before his fight with Tyson Fury. And obviously Tyson Fury is going to have to get through his third fight with Deontay Wilder. It's quite the quite the mixed matchup at a heavyweight right now in heavyweight boxing. I don't know. I, I this has actually been quite the the long pod just talking boxing news. We we got through it all right now, but um, <laughs> we had sixteen thirty. I don't know how long this will go if I start getting into the MMA and some of the other sports news I have as well. I might just call this a pod here with all the boxing news. We got through quite a bit. I feel like it did a good job keeping it short, but getting all the information out, getting some opinions in, getting some facts in. So, as always, you know, keep that jab pumping, keep that right right cross going, you know. Uh, don't get baited into any wars out there. you got to stick to your game plan. Uh, stick to what makes sense to you. Stay positive out there, people. This is the Alcast. You know, comment where you can. Subscribe where you can. Uh, tell people about the podcast. It helps. And uh, peace out. Appreciate you guys.